Welcome back to Operator Syndrome. We're here with Jose. It's been a while since we chatted. Yes. So you should be ready to go. Uh, yes. When we last talked, we were talking about Mosul, that yes. that fu that fun summer in Mosul. Um, yep. Man, where's the best place to pick it up? You know, for me, mm -hmm. Mosul was about the time that I started to feel it. You know what I mean? Started to feel that all the stuff was catching up with us. This podcast is called Operator Syndrome, after all. Uh, yes. And so yeah, you're going to have to talk about your feelings eventually. Yes. So I'll lead the way, so to speak. Okay. So Mosul, I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel this. I'm starting to feel, you know, everything accumulate. All the bad stuff is starting to accumulate. Did you feel the same? Were you already feeling it? Um, were you still good to go in your head? I mean, where, where were you mentally after that deployment? I was, well, this is a, maybe in a personal level. I was, that, the deployment was a big change for me in in uh, maturity, mm -hmm. I want to say, mm -hmm. uh, personally. And then, uh, but you're right also in, uh, in uh, when it came to, to work, you know what I mean? Because like we talked before, it was my first time actually doing something as a team leader, mm -hmm. which is what I wanted to do since I got to battalion to be a team leader, mm -hmm. some Georgia and stuff like that. And uh, I got the opportunity to do that. And uh, it's one of those things where you're like, well, if in order for me to be a team leader, at least a good team leader, I have to be a little bit more mature, uh, more uh, responsible with my actions, not just so much outside of work, but while I'm at work. So, you know, it's one of those things where uh, man, I got to kind of leave these little mm -hmm. things behind and, and just, you know, be, you know, to, in order for me to become a good leader, which is what I wanted to do. And and, and uh, so I guess at that term, you know, I did have a little bit of a change myself. Okay. So you, so after that deployment, it almost sounds like you got a, you got a chance to do the job you'd been wanting to do. Yes. And if anything, maybe you were the the fire was reignited. Maybe you maybe you felt like it's time to put the foot on the gas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's basically it. yeah. Because remember, you and battalion, unless you have that that ranger tab, mm -hmm. you know that that initiation uh, tab that right. makes you a a I don't want to say a you're not a, you're not a nobody before that, but you have. You know, you're part of you're part of the uh, Ranger Ranger, as as right. uh, Major Barry would say. You know what I mean? And right. uh, so now you're walking like that. Well, act like that. Yeah. You know? With with uh, my uncle said this once: with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he died. No, uh, but it's true. You know, you you have now now you wear that tab. Yeah, that says you are a leader of some sort. So go act like that. So you yeah. know, like the same battalion when when in charge, take charge, and and so that's what I tried to do. Man, I failed multiple times as as it went on mm -hmm. later on in the in my future there. But but you know, you get up and you and you dust yourself off and you keep going forward. But that was the moment I think in Mosul for sure. I was like, man, okay, I'm I am now I'm on my way where I wanted to be. Let's be a good leader as best you can mm -hmm. and uh 
and you had that that feeling i guess so if you had any baggage you you'd stowed that away because you're laser focused on doing the job being a good leader moving forward ah uh, yes so yeah i mean like you still carry the baggage brother mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. everybody that goes into the military prior to going to the military comes with baggage you're not going into sure. I, don't, I don't know anybody that's gone so much you know what <laughs> that had to maybe it was your first option you know what i mean maybe you mm -hmm. you just focus on it and some guys absolutely do you know they have different motivations for going in there some like me you know it's, i'm not saying that i didn't do it being for my country absolutely you know but also it's like man you know i also kind of need this mm -hmm. yeah i don't need the military as much as it probably you know it's gonna need me i'm not saying that without me they're not gonna make it but we don't know that i'm joking but um you know you know at that position at that time you know that's my job and you know it needs me for that once mm -hmm. i'm gone, gone whatever but uh i needed it but the baggage that i came with I, like I mentioned before, you know, my, my kids, mm -hmm. um, and they're always in the back of my head. And I know that this team leader job, you know, every job in the, in, in the time, I would say at one point it's dangerous. But mm -hmm. now, you know, you're the first one, at least you're the first one in. Uh, right. You're the, you're the first, you, you're leading these men that also have families. And then you make the wrong call at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or you suck as a leader. Or, or you know, get these men hurt or something. That that falls on you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's that, that's extra stuff. But in a while in the back of your head, you, you're dealing with problems at home, which I, I had. You know, like I mentioned just in the beginning here, I you know, maturity wise for me, it was also stuff that I was doing that I was you know, was the wrong stuff, and uh, you know, I I remember I talked to you once. And you you told me this one thing. And I was like, all right, man. and you uh, you don't remember this. And maybe we should talk about it differently separately. But <clears throat> I was in a bad spot, and I remember I thought this is not bad. This is good. <laughs> and you said something to me. I'm not tell what you said, but and I and they hit me, bah! And I was like, man, grow up. And I was like, uh, so I so I so I dropped everything, fixed everything at home. Even though it kicked me right on the chin, and and but I got up and I moved forward and everything got better, you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. uh, I see you're trying to think of what it was. I'll tell you later. But um, but it was a it's it's a maturity, man. I was not, I was not growing up on my on the outside. It's away from from being a, a ranger, if you will. You know what I mean, and I had to change that. And then uh, and then uh, that helped me also, you know get that change as a as a as a ranger as a as a team leader now mm -hmm. and it helped me a lot outside well, of well i i don't exactly remember that what that is but um there are plenty of times that that you've checked me too and so and that's that's the way it should work you know if, yeah. you're, if you're really friends if you're really teammates you should be able to say to say um you know Think about what you're doing. Um, is this really you? Is this really what you want? Um, and that goes both ways. That cuts both ways. Because sometimes it didn't quite. Well, we'll talk about that when we talk about Sharana. <laughs> so 
but <clears throat> I, I won't I won't take too much credit for any good things because um, I'm definitely responsible for some bad too. So um, that the point. So that's Mosul. We come back. The training cycle is the training cycle, the same it always is. Do you remember anything before we went to Sharana? Is there anything about that, the in-between time that you remember you wanted to talk about? In-between time to Sharana, uh, Moby had a good training cycle. Um, I got a, <laughs> I got new, new, new guys in my team. I okay, remember I yeah. asked a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. uh, about you know how how do we work this? How do we, what do you guys usually do? Kind of keep these guys training. Um, I was a little bit nervous into going into Sharana as a team leader with these new guys, and I had received, you know, I was working with one of my new guys was a was he was tabbed, but it came from another unit, um, and just he was just you know a special kind of person, not in the best of ways. I don't know if you remember, but. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. So for people who don't know, because this hasn't come up before, um, and I'm trying to remember who your team was, um, but so you had a couple new guys, and one, and you also had like the interesting thing where you had a new guy who was older than you, right? So that yeah, was the dynamic. Yeah, so a 38-year-old uh, new guy. So that was interesting. He was 38, man. He looked older, looked older than that. <laughs> he, had some, he had some city miles <laughs> So, uh, okay. But so, and then also, so people who don't know, um, um, you know, the regiment will pick up folks from the conventional side, yes. um, and, and bring them in. Um, there are different terms for folks who do that. Um, I think like import is, is a word yeah. that, that they'll use. I don't know that that's necessarily pejorative <clears throat> or, or, or negative. Um, but it's just kind of a word. Uh, I think I felt like, at least in our platoon and our company, when we had folks who came in from the outside who didn't grow up, you know, inside uh, inside the regiment, I felt like they always got a fair shot. I, I don't know people who automatically assumed that it wouldn't work out um, just because you came from another unit, the 82nd, the 101st, you know, yeah. wherever you came from. Uh, I feel like everyone got a fair shake to prove themselves. Um, yeah. They, you know, an import definitely didn't get special treatment just because, you know, just just because you came from you spent six years, you know, in, in another unit. Um, that doesn't mean you get you're still a new guy, even if you're tabbed. So here's a situation where you've got a new guy who's tabbed sometimes, not all of them, but sometimes um, those folks will come in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because yeah. they have spent more than more, more often than not at, at least in our time they had spent a decent amount of time in the army already yeah um they were probably up for e5 uh if they had if they had stayed where they were they probably would have been in e5 already um they because of the because of them wanting to come over i don't think they picked that up they would pick up that rank necessarily um so some of them would have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder they done 12 a 12 or 15 month deployment you know and they're coming in and we do shorter deployment a little bit a little bit more intense but shorter deployment <clears throat> yeah. too um but you know let's talk about this guy let's leave out the names let's just talk about that dynamic a little bit because that's a big leadership challenge for you yeah um, but as we're getting into this what i want to make sure is clear is that 
I saw, and I know you saw, plenty of folks who came from the outside who were very successful. Yes. Who assimilated very easily. Yes. Um, and I'll even say probably more of them did well than did not do well. Um, but it's always the ones that don't do well that stick out. So this guy, he comes from another unit. He fit. He already has his tab, um, already has a, a frame of mind. Um, how quickly did you pick up on this guy could be a, was going to be a problem child? I want to say during that training cycle, we had our, you know, our famous Ranger Bowl, that they call, mm -hmm. you know, all the, you get in your uniform or your, I remember class A's or uh, at the time, yep. which includes, you know, your your best uniform that you have with, with jump boots, mm -hmm. with what we have to wear. Um, I remember everything was going on. We go on, we would do training. And, you know, I, like you said before, <laughs> you know, I'm not a, I, at least I try not to be a, a, a very rough uh, team leader with the privates. You know, I was very, you know, open, like, hey, man, if you got to talk about anything. Uh, so I would let these guys, when we do within PT, my main thing was a run. And then after that, you know, whatever you guys want to do, you know, kind of make it fun type thing. Well, this guy, I don't think understood, you know, hey, you know, let's just have, let's just work out. And and have fun. You know what I mean? It, it it seemed to bother him when the privates were feeling comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, like if, if you're like, oh, okay, Sean, so we could just like you push or something. Yeah, man, we'll do like a print, whatever you just want to do. And then we started doing it, and and the moment they smiled or something, you could you could see his face was like, no, that's not that's not happening. Now you know, and he would pick something else. And I, I just kind of, kind of rocked with it just because he was he was a spe he had a he was a specialist tab, and I thought okay well you know that was like maybe very small but I could see it. <laughs> well, doing that Ranger Bowl, there was one one kid who was also private, and he wasn't going to go to Ranger Bowl because he didn't have any jump boots, and those things are expensive, you know what I mean? And I said, well, this, what size are you? Because I I I didn't really go to the to any of those uh, Ranger Bowls myself. I think I went to one. But I wasn't gonna go to that particular one. And I said, Well, what size are you? Because my boots fit, fit, you know, have at it. But it, mine were too big. And and he said, I know those are too big. I said, Well, let me let me ask around. And I told uh I asked the I, the 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 my 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 new guy, my my private there, not private, my uh, the kid of my team, my the tab. Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. I said, Hey, listen, man. What size are you? Said, oh, you know, whatever size. He goes, hey, listen, perfect. This kid is looking for a pair of jump boots for the for the ball. And I say, if you could if you could help him out. He goes, oh yeah, for sure, sorry, yeah, no problem. Like just the nicest voice, very very down to Yeah, of course, yes. I said, I'm a perfect. You know, so I told the kid, hey, he's gonna hook you up, especially so and so is gonna hook you up. Hey, thank you very much, sorry. And I leave, thinking that it's fine. I come back next week. The you know after throughout the weekend, I come back. And I told the kid, I mean, how was uh, how was Ranger Boy? He goes, oh, I didn't go, sorry. I said, but what happened? I thought you were going to go. You had the boots. Oh, I, I couldn't I couldn't get the boots. But I thought, uh, you know, boy was going to help you with them. And he goes, yeah, but I didn't have any money. I said, no, he was going to let you borrow them. He goes, no, I, he, he said I needed to pay him so much money. And I was like, huh. I said, all right. Well, I'm sorry about that, man. And I said, hey, man, what happened? I thought he goes, oh, they didn't fit. You know, he lied right to our face. So the tab, so the tab, yeah. who you thought was just going to be a good guy and let the kid borrow the boots for a night, by the way, a night, a night, a night. Um, 
he you find out he had he apparently tried to charge the kid yeah. and then he lied to you and he said oh they didn't fit. Yeah. the first thing i said hey man how was uh i forget what i asked him but basically uh about the boots hey man yeah, you... yeah oh so you know, it didn't fit mm. all right so right there i kind of just stopped the conversation i was like okay we'll just kind of write that down and keep an eye on this dude you know what i mean yeah <laughs> it, was, it was a real quick lie you know i was like all right so and then later on as we went to the training cycle i would see that the guy just had a an anger issue because i think at the end of the day that's what it was like a hidden anger issue with everybody and also you know he wanted to be and i don't blame him for this you know you want to you want to get to the top mm -hmm. and you know and, and that's good but you can't bulldoze your way to the top not there the, the, you have to go through certain steps you know what i mean you have to right. earn certain things in the time that's one of the things i like sometimes people get you know kind of go, go through straight like that but for the most part hey man show what you can do and 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 they'll give you that opportunity and uh like everybody else but i think he was trying a little bit too hard and uh not in the good way and he started rubbing people the wrong way his attitude his lying uh it was really obvious you know i had to at one point in in uh sharana I had to. I was addressed by the rest of the platoon team leaders, uh, and uh, platoon sergeant. They said, "Hey, man, you need to get your guy, talk to him. He's acting this way. You need to fix him." Um, yeah, Roger. So I had to go have that conversation, with, which I didn't even beat around the bush. I was straight up, "Hey, man, this is how you're acting. This is how you've been acting. You need to stop that." You know, because everybody has noticed and they and they need you to focus up and, you know, and be better. And again, with that voice, yeah, I've got absolutely sorry. Like, I'm like, I don't think this guy, I think he looked just, you could tell inside he was super angry and like, I will never change type. But outside, he's like, you got it. I'm like, okay, then. It was almost scary. And I was like, all right, well, this guy's going to be an issue. And, uh, <laughs> After the, the, the good, I guess the good thing in a way, after that deployment, it was my last deployment as a team leader, so I didn't have to deal with that dude. And uh, but we did catch up later on. That's a cool kind of story. Do you, uh, mate, we'll we'll probably forget about him, um, after this. So do you do you remember, you know, where did he end up? Did he? What, what was his deal? Where did he end up? How, he actually, he actually, I believe, took my team leader spot, which is great, after I left uh, Sharana. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I, I was in this, at the time I was in the sniper section when I saw him again. It was like a year later. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, he was a team leader and just a horrible team leader. Not and just, a, not, I mean, not a team leader, but a horrible person, even worse. Mm -hmm. well, I remember the last time I saw him, he actually, he was, he was, he hit a private on the side of the of the helmet, I punched him, you know, to the point where I had to, I don't know if I told you that, I had to intervene, and I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? And he told me not to tell him how to, how to, um, how to treat his private or something like that, mm. you know, and I had to make a point that, hey, man, you know, you're going to touch people like that, and thankfully, there was a sergeant there who was your, your, your squad leader at the time, um, and he saw the whole thing, and he, he basically stopped us from, you know, getting in a physical altercation and, and just kind of separated the private from him. And, you know, I went back to my job. 
But eventually, the guy ended up going to, uh, I want to say third platoon. No, uh, Charlie Company. Correction, mm-hmm. Echo Company, which formed up with team leaders and stuff. You remember that? You mean you mean Deco? Was it Deco? Yes, Deco was uh, like support, yes. support and enablers. Yeah, so then he ended up going there and became actually a squad leader. Then, so he became a squad leader. He got squad leader. He became a squad leader. And but I want to say that he got better. I want to say that he became a better person. But he eventually he did have to get, I want to say, kicked out of battalion due to uh so I take it back. I don't think he became a better person because he, he kicked out for I want to say uh some kind of issues at home with his wife, and I want to say maybe altercation or something like that. Oh. But I, I can't 100 percent say that. Yeah, that's what I was told, but I can't say for sure that that's what happened. But he he did get kicked out. Okay, well, um, good luck to him wherever he is, whatever he's doing. Again, hey, it could be one of those things where you have mental baggage, man, and and uh, yeah, and I mean, who knows what he went? Who knows what he went through before he showed up? Um, yep, and we all have that, but. It, it was clear he wasn't he he wasn't a team player in the way that yeah, he the rest of the vest the rest of us grew up to understand what that meant. Yes. Um, you know, from my perspective, and it was just like a totally third person from a far perspective. I could just see a guy who was like acting, trying to act the part is what I yes. saw. That, yes. That's I you talk about like a facade. Even from another another squad, my worrying about my own guys, my own business, I, mm-hmm. it was just very obvious he he was playing the part, and yes. I think and I think for whatever reason that was, um, but for the folks who who would come in and be successful, the people who would be successful would be the people who were their authentic self and spent most of their time worrying about. It everyone else other than themselves so these guys do have to go even though they're coming from another unit or and and the big army they still have to go through the same training you Mm -hmm. know that or indoctrination program that that anybody else comes through Mm -hmm. the family has to go through so you know they've been screened before i want to say and um some are good and a lot of them were really good some of them didn't do so well, but for the most part, like you said before, a lot of them were good, good, good men. So this is a <clears throat> so this is a challenge going into into Shirana. Um, you got some some other guys. We talked about them, but overall, you were feeling okay going to Shirana. I was feeling good. I knew it was your last appointment. That was kind of bumming me out a little bit because, and I'll be honest with you, like. Emotional, I was like, well, damn, man, if he's not gonna be here, then what? I mean, it sounds like not like it's not true, but it's true. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where, man, we were privates together. We were we were we were roommates together. We've been checking each other since the very first day. You remember, we would get up in the morning, put our uniforms on, and then we look at each other. You got your coin, you got this, you got that, I got that, you got this. All right, mm-hmm. let's go. All right, so that that's you know, when you're about to go, man. I'll be stuck here with all these dudes. And I don't really talk to, I mean, I talk to everybody. I joke with everybody, but, you know, I don't know. I don't really know them like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you like that. Right. And um, 
So I remember, you know, that was that was a big thing. And man, if we wanted you to be safe, it's always scary. It's that last deployment. And we would always make that joke, you know, every before every mission. Man, it was his last deployment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like something was gonna, is gonna happen or something would happen. Yeah. Uh, no, but we would say it, you know, hoping that everything goes well and thank God everything did go well and you know came out and succeeded and have a family. And um, but at that time, and that, that's one of the things, you know, you're losing a friend there and then you gotta get back to work, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh just hoping that everything goes well for you. And I remember I even tried to make a change. That's another thing, you know. Mentally, I was like, well, what if I change? What if I go here instead? Or what if I get a different MOS or mm -hmm. something? Because mm -hmm. if you're leaving, and I'm leaving too, you know what I mean? But it right. wasn't the case. Uh, everything went a certain way. Didn't go exactly like I planned it. But you know what? It went, it ended up being a good thing, you know? Uh, well, well, let's talk about, um, let's talk about that deployment. Any, anything, any, any mission, any event, um, anything stick out to you about, I mean, from from my perspective, not to lead you, I thought it was relatively, relatively quiet. Definitely compared to to Mosul before that, yes. and and our trip to Afghanistan before that. And I was happy about it being my last one. I was I was more or less happy that it was that it was it was that quiet. Was quiet until the last mission. I want to say second to last mission. Mm -hmm. And then we got a little bit of action going in there, but aside from that, oh no, we had the one, uh, the one kid from the, I want to say, eighty second, that, that, uh, the Bo, Bo Bergdahl thing. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I mean, it, those those missions. Um, also quiet though. Yeah, mostly quiet. How many, How often do you think we'd go out? A Sharana, I want to say at least three times a week. Three times a week, something like that. Um, compared to Mosul beforehand, which was yeah, like no, was, uh... which was like five to eight times a night, right? Yes. Now now we're doing three times a week, um, yeah. which which for some for some folks in some deployments they would have been like, oh man, that's crazy. Oh, it was a crazy deployment. We went three times a week, but after you know seven times a night, it was like, whoa, <laughs> this is this is quiet. Yeah. Um, okay, so anything about Bo? Bo Bergdahl, that that mission, anything about that you remember? I don't know, just how it, you know, it went from us thinking the gentleman was the kid was uh, you know, in trouble, you know, being taken mm -hmm. to where if you find out later, you know, throughout the news and everything, that in fact he he voluntarily <clears throat> left the fob and mm -hmm. and all this stuff. It was just it's just it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's funny to see, not funny, but it's it's something to see somebody's mentality throughout the years in the military and just have a like a breaking point like mm -hmm. like he did and, and then just literally walk away into mm -hmm. into something he doesn't know anything about. But thankfully he got back home and yeah, whatever consequences he got, he got but crazy things happen. So the mission you're talking about, probably the one that sticks out for you, I had actually left already. Mm -hmm. um so i i did the deployment i left ad advon um i think half the platoon stayed behind which is pretty normal but i mm -hmm. got to i got to go home in that first group and you stayed behind so um 
cried myself to sleep. Cry, cried yourself to sleep. Um, so tell me about that mission. What do you remember? Um, we took contact coming in, and uh, as we were coming in, I'll give you this. Uh, thankfully, after we landed and everything, we did our mission. Uh, we did have one uh, EKIA. Uh, but aside from that, it was, you know, everything was smooth, just like we, you know, like we trained, but I will give you this, something that I realized that day was how good of a pilot or pilots, the, the Brown pilots are, mm -hmm. as you were coming in, that's what I think, and, and I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, because I was on that bird. They, we got, they got shot with, uh, I say one or two RPG, something like that. Oh. Or some kind of fire, mm -hmm. and these dudes just kind of maneuvered in the air, mm -hmm. did these two three maneuvers, spin the tail, landed it, and told us to get out, and they and they left, and uh, what I I you know and I'm saying our producer, but I'm not hundred percent sure what it was, and then sitting there we did our mission the rest of the night, and we come back from the deployment from that mission that mm -hmm. night. And we're like, man, you know, in my head, I was like, we were talking, like, man, they just, you know, they did this and they did that. And we're all excited. And I see the pilots coming from, from child, like nothing happened. Just like, yeah, anyways, you know, talking about whatever, whatever show they were watching. I was like, come yeah. on. I, I was like, if it was me, I would have shut up about it. I'd be telling everybody. And then I made this and I did that. Uh -huh. These guys were just so cool and collective, you know, and it gives you a, a nice, a nice, uh, understanding that man when you're flying with these guys you know most likely you will be fine you know for sure a, a new a new a new way of seeing them for sure um and for folks who don't know you said brown yes there's a color coding system i'm not 100 uh, yes. sure how <clears throat> how open that is but uh the night stalkers the 160th uh special <laughs> operations aviation regiment um these are the the, the top of the line uh, helicopter pilots and air crew and, and maintenance folks who, who fly um, a lot of most, a lot of special operations missions. Um, you know, I always think back to that, like I don't, we'd always see them around. Um, it's a shame we didn't, or at least I didn't spend more time interacting with them. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't know if that was just me, but we were always in our own bubble worried about our own things but yeah um it's a shame there wasn't more of that um okay so as we're wrapping up here maybe we can talk about you know you talked about needing a change i'm leaving so what's the point anymore right what's yeah. the point in the whole <laughs> army thing mean? paycheck thing you're feeling oh, in the dumps the war's um, been won. <laughs> the war's over that's why i'm leaving anyways the 2009 i, th I thought the war was over so um I guess it came up I guess they asked they asked for volunteers right that's that's kind of how it started no or, no or you went out on a limb I went out on a limb and I asked to be um that same deployment I got my my E5 I okay, got right. my, I got yeah. I got uh, yeah I got a chance to go to the board to get my E5 <laughs> And I'm a E5 tab team leader. Yep. And um, it's just the way at that time the platoon was was uh working that I was like, you know what? I I want to go to a different platoon. 
And maybe they'll they'll allow me to do that and be a team leader in a different platoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I asked for that, and it just you know it didn't go as well as I thought it was going to go. And to to recap to recap, um, you started out in first platoon. Yes, sir. You you were forced to go to second platoon after school after Ranger school, after yeah. Ranger school as a gun team leader as a gun team leader. You came back over as a gun team leader. You didn't deploy with second platoon though, right? No. You, was, did, you basically did like the training cycle and then came right back, right? Okay. Yes. Um, and then and then at the end of Sharana, you're feeling feelings and you say, Hey, remember when you guys been sent me to second platoon, you're whipping me around. Any chance I could go back to? I think you wanted to go back to second platoon, right? Yeah, second or third, any 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 platoon, really. I just kind of want, and I, and I the way I explained it was, listen, you know, uh, I love first platoon is just I want to be able to, you know, maybe work with the rest of the platoons or something like that, get a different, you know, view of how we how we do things. Mm-hmm. And, um, they 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 said, well, we'll see what we can do, and then as soon as as soon as we get back, I want to say within the first two weeks, they give me orders to go to uh to uh headquarters to uh reconnaissance team mm-hmm. or reconnaissance uh company or whatever it is they call it yeah and i was like uh i said what and i'm i'm it was like it came out of nowhere and mm-hmm. i was like well, i said i took the petusha and i said at the time i said well what's going on why am i uh why am i getting sent to recce like we call it and they basically told me hey man you know, like if you want your job back, go talk to this guy. And I, and it's, 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 it's another, you know, he's a higher up there. And I, you know, I don't do that. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go beg you for something. I, I didn't do anything to, to get pushed out of there. So at least, and if I did, I, I take my licks, man. I don't care. But I know, I knew what they were doing. It, it, that was the reason why I was trying to get out. They had mm-hmm. that, 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 that childish, almost not childish mentality, but that, uh, we call that the kids to go to college and they have a frat frat mentality. Frat mentality. Yeah, the, they, they the good old up. boys, the good yeah, old boys I, network. I, I, a little I bit of like that. that. Yeah, I didn't like that, and I was like, uh, "That's all I was trying to leave." And uh, <laughs> they just, I guess, they cut up with me. They're like, "Nah, man, you're gonna go without." without well, us. yeah. So that, so that, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so for those who don't, and we're wrapping up here, but for those for those who don't know, we have special specialty platoons within the battalion in the headquarters company. There's a sniper section, um, there's a recce section, there's something called TSE. Um, and by the way, this is like however many years ago it was, right? Like 10, yes. <laughs> 10 more yeah. than 10 years ago. So Lord knows what's in there now. Um, but usually they take volunteers uh and usually they're new tabs and that's kind of like when you get your tab there's sort of like a, a a fork in the road you can decide to to go to a specialty platoon or you can stay to become a team leader and become a squad leader and all that and follow that track so there's some tracks that are laid out um in this case where usually they take um volunteers uh, the leadership at the time decided that um you hadn't displayed enough loyalty and perhaps uh, at least that's what I felt like. It, shit, maybe it was just a bad team leader. I don't know, you know. I, the, but I, I'm almost 100 positive it, it was that. It was that I might have hurt somebody's feelings and 
Because the way the way that I was told to go get my job back, I was like, come on, man, you're gonna talk to me like that. Like we're both men. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, that little rank kind of makes people forget that you're both just men. And um, but I just took I said, all right, you want me to go? I'll go. I went to Ricky and um I was just for a little bit, and then I ended up being a sniper section and you know, stay the rest of the time there. So we'll pick back up there. We'll talk about heading over to headquarters and what it was like in the next episode. So yes, thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.